put some other New Testament passages that really underscore the connection between devotion to God's Word and righteous living. So check those out in the show notes. Joining me again this week for Brew Your Brain and Sharpen Your Wit is my sister, Carla Cockrell. Hello, Daily Grind. Got me a cup of my favorite brew, too, so let's go. Mm. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to brew your brain. It is Tuesday, September 19th. And on this date in 1778, the Continental Congress passed the first United States federal budget. Ho, 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 ho. That's, in, I could say so many things, but I won't. Okay. <laughs> in 1881, President James A. Garfield died of wounds that he suffered in a July 2nd shooting. I'm not up on my Garfield history, President Garfield. There you go. Okay. In in 1970, the first Glastonbury Festival took place in Scotland. Oh. September 19th is the birthday of fictional Harry Potter character, Hermione Granger. Oh, how about that? Happy birthday, Hermione. And on this date in 1991, Oatsy... The Iceman was discovered in the Alps on the Italian and Austrian border. Oh. Little Bronze Age man. Do you remember no, that? I don't, but I can All made the news. picture it. Ugh. Yeah. Oopsie. And September 19th is Butterscotch Pudding Day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's Cleanup Day. Okay. It's Gymnastics Day. Okay. Arr, and it's Talk like a pirate. Oh, how about that? But me mateys, we will not be doing pirate talk for the rest (laughs) of Brew and Sharpen Your Wit. Alrighty. (sighs) But now it is that time on the Daily Grind to sharpen your wit. Will Rogers once said, everyone is ignorant only on different subjects. (laughs) I'm a big Will Rogers fan. He was such a quotable guy. He was. Tuna salad, pasta salad, ham salad, Caesar salad. Only one of these has lettuce. So what makes a salad a salad? That name of it, I guess. I have no idea. (laughs) Good question. Yeah, I don't know. Carla, did you know that a banana is a berry? Ooh. I didn't. It's a berry. You know, we actually live about 80 milliseconds in the past. Because that's about how long it takes our brains to process the information we take in through our senses. Hmm. Some people longer than that. But... Some people live further in the past. But... <laughs> I'm you know, not saying part I'm of me hopes. <laughs> part of me hopes that one day in the future, our recorded history gets so kind of messed up and distorted. That there's a point of time where events in the Lord of Rings are interpreted as actually having happened. (laughs) On this day. (laughs) Right? 
goodness. So I this is just this blows my mind. Baseball Hall of Famer Richie Ashburn during a game hit a foul ball and it struck Alice Roth, a spectator in the stands, squarely in the face and it broke her nose. Ouch. And the game was paused as medics came to tend to her. And as they were carrying her away on a stretcher, they resumed play. And Ashburn fouled another ball off. And it hit her and she was being carried off by medics. No, it did not. Yes. I hope she went and bought a lottery ticket on the way. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Carla, what do you call a girl between two posts? I don't know. Annette? Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. Oh, no. You know, I think the word Q is ironic because it's just Q and then a bunch of silent letters waiting in line. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? Q-U-E? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. U-U-E-U-E. Mm. Yeah, just queue up, letters. (laughs) Wait your turn. Carla, did you hear about the butcher that accidentally backed into his meat grinder? No. He got a little behind in his work (laughs) that day. Stop. (laughs) Oh, no. Now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enrich your faith. The aim today is to get us to pause and explore some wisdom and practical advice for living a more intentional and fulfilling life. So today on Enrich Your Faith, our topic is going to be the insatiable desire for affluence in our modern society, especially here in the West, and how it really compares with the teachings of Jesus and the Gospels. So to kick things off, I'd like us to reflect on a quote by Richard Foster, which really sets the stage for our discussion. Foster said, we really must understand that the lust for affluence in contemporary society is psychotic. It is psychotic because it has completely lost touch with reality. We crave things that we neither need nor enjoy. We buy things that we don't want to impress people we don't like. It is time to awaken to the fact that conformity to a sick society is to be sick. God's word tells us to not be conformed to the image of the world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And Foster's words, I think, are a stark reminder of how easily we can become lured into a mindset of materialism and a pursuit of wealth for all the wrong reasons. But we can find guidance in wisdom from the teachings of Jesus to kind of help navigate this treacherous path of consumerism. In Matthew 6, 19-34, Jesus offers profound insights that are just relevant today as they were in his time. So let's break down some key points from these verses. Jesus starts by saying, for where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Now this statement highlights the intimate connection between our values and our possessions. It emphasizes personal responsibility over corporate responsibility. In fact, 
the your treasure here is a shift. Most of the yous have been plural in Matthew, and this one is singular. I think Jesus is saying that even if others don't listen, those who have ears to hear my commands should obey them. In other words, it's really a call to individual introspection and action. The word treasure in this context refers to a lot more than just material wealth. Seeking heavenly treasure means serving others, bringing glory to God by doing so. It's about prioritizing values that transcend the accumulation of wealth for its own sake. And Jesus goes on to say that no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. Y'all cannot serve God and money. Here's Jesus using strong language to make a point. The contrast between hate and love is rhetorical, and it signifies when a choice must be made between serving God and serving wealth. One will inevitably choose the favorite. You can't serve both wholeheartedly. The use of y'all highlights the communal aspect of this teaching, emphasizing that it applies to everyone and it applies to how not only we as individuals, but we as communities uh, pursue either the kingdom or affluence. The word despise in this context could really be interpreted as treating the other with contempt. And I think it suggests that when we prioritize wealth, we disregard or diminish the importance of spiritual values and our connection with God. And we can really hold true, authentic spiritual practices with contempt. So what's the so what? What do we take away from these teachings? Well, first, we should critically examine our priorities. Are we accumulating wealth and possessions for the wrong reasons? Are we just conforming to societal norms and values of materialism? I think sometimes we need to pause and ask ourselves why we want what we want. And second, we must acknowledge that our choices have consequences. If we prioritize wealth over spiritual well-being, we risk alienating ourselves from our deeper values and ultimately our relationship with God. I don't know how to get around it. Jesus said, you cannot serve them both. And lastly, Jesus reminds us that personal responsibility is key here. Even if those around us are consumed by the pursuit of affluence, we have the choice to follow a different path. One that leads towards spiritual richness and service to others and lays up treasures in heaven and brings glory to God by our willingness to pursue the things that have eternal value. So the pursuit of affluence, when divorced from our deeper values and our relationship with God, it does become psychotic. As Richard Foster aptly puts it, but Jesus is teaching in Matthew 6, 19 through 34, offer us a timeless guide on how to find true treasure. And we do that by serving others and honoring God, doing things that bring him glory. 
you know, when Marcy and I were in Vienna, we knew some other missionaries. And again, this was at a time before streaming video, before the internet, before cable. And that expatriate community really relied on folks back in the state mailing VHS tapes to us so that we could watch football games and shows and such. And we had some friends who gave away their TV because someone needed it. I can remember just being struck in a conversation where they had said that they chose early on not to own anything that they wouldn't be willing to give away if somebody needed it. But that is still a challenge for me today. And they didn't give away their extra TV set. They gave away their one and only TV set. And I think Jesus says the same to us. You know, in the Sermon on the Mount, he didn't say, if someone demands your tunic and you have an extra one and several cloaks, some that you needed to donate to Goodwill, well, then give them one of those too. No, he says, if someone demands your tunic, the implication being you're one and only, he said, go ahead and give them your cloak as well. That is such a picture of the father saying, I so love the world that I gave my only begotten son. So I would challenge you today to go, do you own some things that you would not be willing to part with? And if the answer is yes, then I would go, maybe you have some things that own you. Well, I want to thank you for joining me on an episode where we explore kind of living with purpose. Uh, I hope you found some of these insights valuable. And remember, it is never too late to reassess your treasures and where your heart truly lies. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Do me a favor and please subscribe. Leave a review. Those stars make it easier for other people to find it. And share it with your friends. As always, thank you for taking the time your precious time, to spend it listening to an episode of The Daily Grind. I hope to see you tomorrow. I hope you have a great day today. I hope that in today, you will find some quiet times to pause and reflect. And again, contemplate on the discipline of prayer and experience the real presence of Jesus. See you tomorrow on The Daily Grind. Grace and peace to you in the name of our risen King and Savior.